Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Give me the update. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. Dirt. We want the dirt. On My Talk. My Talk. Did you want to tell me something? Free thing. Entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Uh, We will be giving away a couple of things before the end of the show today. You will have a chance to uh, win tickets to Mm -hmm. go to Fashionopolis at Aria, Wednesday, October 3rd. That's always a fun evening. Nice. That is brought to you by Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine. And you'll also have a chance to call in and win tickets to go to see the regional premiere of the musical Once at Theatre La Teda, the Ritz Theatre. That's a lovely little theatre. We'll let you know when to call in Mm -hmm. and win those. Oh, boy, I hope that Hurricane Florence isn't going to do all the damage that they're saying that it is. It sounds terrible. It's the largest evacuation ever. Ever, yeah. yeah. Um, And it is Mm, huge, huge. Laurie. It's It's just huge. Could be a category five. I keep thinking, I felt like someone invented technology that they could go in through it and do something. I wish. Mm, no. It's, it's Mother so, Nature. We're I know already it is. doing everything bad we I can know. with our climate. I know. Everything. So, yeah, that's just. It's just terrible. It is. It really is. Well, just going back to, we were talking about the, you know, the stunning fall of Les Moonves, whose nickname is Mr. TV. And, uh, you know, he's the one who tried to drag Howard Stern down. When oh, he left yes. CBS that's Radio. Right. That's oh. totally to right. To I Sirius forgot about that. We talked about that last time. Yes. And Howard on his yes. show said he cried. He had lunch with him. He said, why are you doing this? Why are you making me lawyers? All I've done is made you money. Right. And he just said he's a rat. He knew it. He got a lawyer and then he got, you know, he basically, you know, uh, uh, his contract was in favor of himself. Les Moonves was trying to strong arm Howard Stern like he did with all these women. Right. And apparently he, not only did he uh, trash Janet Jackson's career for 10 years, but countless women actors and producing and who knows how many He's other like women. He so is so bad. He's as bad as Harvey Weinstein because if there's 13 women, there's probably, you know, you can triple that. Right. Okay, so I have always been curious about what his first wife, who he, whom he was married to for 26 oh, yeah. years. You wanted to know what she was thinking last night. Yes, he was married to Nancy Wiesenfeld, who brought her name back to her maiden name for 26 years before he divorced her in 2004. And then he married Julie Chen two weeks after the divorce was finalized. Okay, so here is... What Nancy said, and this was um, 
from this is from something from a few years okay. ago. Okay, but they've been divorced since two thousand and four. Okay, and their romance was controversy. Les Moonves and Julie Chen, yep. because he was still married to his first wife when they started seeing each other. And Nancy, here's what she has said on the record in 2004. She told the New York Daily News. I felt that everybody knew about what was going on with Les Moonves yeah. and Chen, and everybody did know, except me. Mm-hmm. So you know she didn't know about all of mm-hmm. his... You know, his well, his... Assaulting women at work or go on the road when he was taking meetings at hotel right, rooms. Right. He said, our, I knew our marriage would end eventually, but the way it happened was not correct. It was not moral. And she told the New York Daily News she'd never met Julie Chen and hoped to God she never would have to. She and her three children with Leslie Moonves um, have boycotted CBS also as a result. She said, neither myself or my children have watched it in years. I don't want to see Julie. It's not healthy for me or my kids. So he lost his, you know, I mean, maybe his relationship has come back with his kids, but his older kids. So anyway, I taped, I taped the talk. I started taping it today. Yeah. I've talked to my brother-in-law because he is a faithful talk watcher. Is he? And get his uh, thing. And, and uh, there's a blind item, uh, and it's got to be about Les Moonves. If you're this disgrace, disgraced network executive, you should probably write a really big check to this former singing reality star turned reality show participant. All I could think of was Mel B. She got the jobs because of him. Now that he can't pull those strings for her, she wants a very big check, or she's going to be doing some talking about every single time they hooked up. And the details. See, now that's the thing that Julie Chen is probably most sick about. Is that he is continued? He, is, did his he continue to do this? To yeah, do, have dalliances yeah. while and they were married? And what are the chances are that he did continue? Mm-hmm. Pretty high. I would say so. Yeah. Oh my so, gosh! Yeah. So when when Big Brother started, was Julie Chen the original? Yes, host? he gave her the he job. Gave her the job. Yeah. And yes. so before that, she was at CBS. Was she? Yes, she yes, and Andy Cohen worked together. He's, yeah. And uh, one uh, this who is this, Donnie? A leading actress who played a policewoman in a popular CBS program in the late 80s. Wow. Came forward to tell her story, but didn't want to give her name because she's still working. Moonves invited her out for lunch in the late 80s at the, at the height of her Policewoman CBS show. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out. What he that was is. working for Lorimar. He Cagney and Lacey. Cagney and Lacey. Maybe it could have been Lacey. He told the yeah, actress he had a crush on her, but he'd he'd she'd been in a relationship. And when he became president of CBS in '95, she phoned him up to congratulate him, and he said, "You should have bleeped me when I asked you to." And taking it as a joke, she laughed, "No bleep," and they both laughed. However. Shortly afterwards, so the show was canceled in 95. Her no, wait, in 95? The show might have been. So oh. the show... No, this is Lacey, this was 82 to 88, Cagney yeah. and Lacey. Okay. Shortly after um, he became president, she was informed her deal with CBS had been canceled. Shocked, she called him. And he said, hey, I'm letting you go. We're targeting younger talent, but I'm still attracted to you. Ah! And she leaned over to give him a kiss on the cheek, and he tried to kiss her, shoved his t- 
tongue down her throat and she left the room in tears and never walked in CBS. So who is that? Holly Hunter? No. No, no, CBS. I know, I'm looking at CBS. It was on from the late 80s to 95. Okay, I'm looking. If anyone has any idea, you trivia people out there, call Donnie. Okay. 651-641-1071. So she was unnamed. She didn't want a name. And then also there was a child actor who didn't want to be identified except by her first name is that she met with him in 92 and he said he would help her get back into TV. And when her um, friend went to use the bathroom, cause she did go with Marcia the girlfriend. Brady. What? A former child star. No <laughs> child star. I don't think of Marsha Brady, even though I guess she was a child star. Well, yeah. Sure. yeah. yeah. He, he said, let's just go. Let's go to a hotel room. And Jeez. let's just do this. And she said he got, and you know. What about Medicine Woman? Well, was, just, was that on CBS? Yeah, Dr. Quinn. Well. Because mm, that was Jane on. Seymour? Well. It, well, Dr. is, but do you consider her a policewoman in that show? No. Well, Julia? No. No. All right, fine. Okay, fine. Yeah. See, that's the big thing. A leading actress who played a policewoman in a popular CBS program. The height of the show's popularity was 19, late 80s. And the show was canceled in 95. Okay, so I'm thinking, here are some of the things I'm thinking. Um, late 80s, Murder, she, she Wrote, Angela Lansbury. Do you think it's her? You know I'm messing with you, Lori. Yeah. Of course it isn't. Yeah. Um, Jag was on. Um, nope. No, Donnie's talking to somebody. Maybe someone knows. And he told her he'd had a crush on her. You know, and so it makes me think, uh, now, who would that have been? At I first know, I thought I'm it was crazy. Angie Dickinson, but she was, that was like the late 70s, well, early you know, 80s. Well, you know, a police, Nash Bridges, was there a, no? No, she was the... She was the main... I mean, Heather Locklear. Could Lockler? it have been Lauren Holly on Picket Fences? She's a policewoman, Julia. All right, fine. Yeah. I thought about it was T.J. Hooker. Oh, that would be one, too. Heather Locklear. Let me see if that was on here. Let's see if T.J. Hooker was on. But um, I feel like Dynasty was on by the late 80s. We're so bad at these I know blinds. it. I know it. I can't think. Anyway, Donnie's hearing uh, from somebody. Okay. It could be. She played a judge. Is it Amy Brenneman from Judging Amy, which ran from 99 to 2005? No. no, again, like late still. 80s. Late 80s. Okay. 1995. Oh, okay. All right. We'll Police trying. woman. No, that was the 70s. Angie Dickinson? But the we, woman, the actor, oh, the actress, yeah. played a police woman in this popular CBS program. Rizzoli and Isles? To, uh, Julia, I'm right, going to. I'm, I'm, you're I'm horrible looking. at this. Both you and Donnie don't listen to the key details. Late 80s well, just and it, it canceled mid you know 1995 so if you just pulled up all cbs programming i mean you're like it's like uh, i'm not loser like a maze face. no it's, it isn't it's, i'm not loser face <laughs> <laughs> well i'm just heather locklear was on during that time laurie so it could be but, but she wouldn't be talking to anybody no, right she now wouldn't. she's she not wouldn't. talking to anybody yeah, i know but I, I I've wondered like if something happened to Leather, Heather Locklear's well, career. Well, I wouldn't besides, be surprised. You know that. I mean, I don't know. Annie was working for Lorimar at the time, so you could see her having good manners. Donnie, we think. What if it's Heather Locklear from T.J. Hooker? Uh, when did that air? I don't know. I thought that was ABC, though. Oh, yeah. See. 
Wrong network. Wrong well, network. I swear I'm putting in um, CBS, but someone just keeps changing it on me. Yeah, all right. We're going to figure this out, go. but if anyone knows, call us. We, well, we got to go because it is time. We're cutting into your random thoughts, Julia. We it's cannot okay have me. that. We cannot have that. We'll be right back. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Well, we certainly have spent a lot of time trying to figure out who the heck the policewoman was on CBS in the, from the late um, 80s to the early 90s. Okay. It what? could be. Thank you, caller. Yeah? There was a show that aired on CBS from 84 to 91 called Hunter, yeah, featuring no. Stephanie Kramer as a police the t- detective? The timeline the is, off, is a yeah. little bit off because yeah. she told Ronan Farrow that in 95, yeah, boy. when he became president, shortly after that, the show was canceled. Oh, I see. I thought about that 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 too, that lady because I didn't recognize yeah. the actress and I thought maybe he screwed her out of her acting career. Yeah, right? I don't know. You know? But, uh, yeah, it's really, it's a mystery and a dilemma, and we give great kudos to the people who can completely solve these blind items, which vex us to no flipping end. It, resulting in Julia calling me loser face, by the way. What? <laughs> loser face? When you were on the phone, yeah. What? Loser face. She's like, she said, you and Donnie are worthless, and I said, you're such a loser face. <laughs> I know, I just, well, I don't have it. All right. Oh, darn it. All right, sorry, sorry, sorry that mm-hmm. we can't get at that, people. Um, but I swear it's coming to us. Yes. Um, all right. Okay, random right. thoughts. Random thoughts. Moving on. Moving on. Well, the very first permanent Hello Kitty Cafe is going to open soon. In, we posted a picture of we this. We did in Irvine, California. It's going to have two separate areas. One is going to be a walk-in fast casual space where you can grab on-the-go sweet treats like hot mini donuts and sh- cinnamon sugar, matcha. Where is this going to be? Cookies, Irvine, California. Okay. And then the other room is going to be a room that you can have high tea. that's a places to go. I know it. You can have hot It's so tea. cute. It's so cute. Oh, my gosh. You can go in the bow room. A hidden They're going to do very well. This is what You're Jessica... You're interrupting me. I know, but this is what Jessica <laughs> Beale should have done with her off-fudge, trying to yeah. gotten in bed with uh, Hello yep. Kitty. And then in, in the evening after the tea that you paid $55 for a, an <laughs> afternoon tea... You can go and you can have um, cocktails, fifty-five dollar cocktails, yeah. but but kitty related cocktails. Oh my word! You know the kitty, kitty, it's kitty, amazing. kitty, kitty. It's okay. the first brick and mortar store in the U.S. Yeah, I know. Um, okay, so um, teenagers now prefer texting to face to face contact. Mm-hmm. Wow. Good luck on that one. I know people are going to have tech neck surgeries oh, are going to be very busy they are. in the future. Donnie, do you have the answer to the blind? We might. Okay. Uh, the show aired on CBS from 1990 to 1995. Uh-huh. Does that work for you? Well... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Late 80s, so okay, yeah. Okay, they, we'll try. Okay. She played a police officer. Uh-huh. The show is Northern Exposure, yes. Janine Turner. Yes, ah. and we haven't seen her since. And because wow. I was on Northern Exposure, but I was thinking Holly Hunter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, you're Janine right. Turner. And did that, that show is... get canceled in '95? Yeah, that was this last year. Okay, wow. And she went nowhere. Nowhere. And she, and she was, so was amazing. She was so good. And yeah. she was so beautiful. Oh, I yep. bet it is her. Ooh, Donnie, did someone call that? Yeah, in? they did. I thanked her that very much. Really good. Thank you, caller, for Janine Turner. I love that Northern Exposure. I did too. John Corbett. That's yes. when we first yeah. met him. Rob Morrow. That was a I great show. That was yeah. a great show. Yep. All right. All right. All right. Very I, good. Okay, but now we just have to go to her IMBD page. Okay. To see what happened to her. Janine Turner. She was in a couple of movies, and then I think she oh. married a baseball player. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I seem to recall. So that. 90 to 95 was when yep. she was on Northern Exposure, and then she was like in... She was in Cliffhanger with... Uh, was that Stallone or Schwarzenegger? One of those. I saw that movie, Donnie. And she was in Friday Night Lights. I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember. Either. It must have been a, like, you know, where she was on she for was like two episodes or something like that where yeah. she just showed up. Yeah. Well, she's got two movies that she's going. Oh, that's a good guess. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Carl. Okay. So what, um, else you, what else do you got for us? I got some good stuff. So yesterday you were talking about Raya. 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 Tinder Raya's for cousin, celebrities. Celebrities. The elite. Yes. The elite Tinder. Well, I went and did a little work because I said I'm going to tell for you. all the famous people who are listening to us right now. Just in case join. you want to know, because this could be cocktail party fodder. It uh-huh. was started by whom? Can you remember? I can't remember. Okay. Uh, another famous person? Yep. Um, Jesse Johnson, the son of Don Johnson, Patty D. Arben, Amber, Amberville. Or, um, D. Arbonville. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, he created it. You're kidding. He's Dakota Johnson's brother from wow. Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, let's see. During a press tour for her movie, How to Be Single, Dakota revealed, my brother has this dating app called Raya. Raya. It's like really exclusive and you have to be accepted. My brother started it with some other people. I have no idea how it works and I refuse to be a part of it. The brother, Jesse, started tried to be in the movies, but he was unsuccessful. So he thought, let's do probably talking with the people the, like, yep. how can we, you know, meet like other famous people? We don't want to meet just regular riffraff. Right. We want to know the rich and the elite. <laughs> so if you want to become a mayor or a mayor, if you want to become a member, um, you can be recommended by your friends that are already on it. But if not, you must have a cool or creative job. Famous nightclub DJ, advertising executive, blah, blah, blah. You also have to have a big Instagram following. I knew it. I knew it was going to be some kind of Insta thing. The Raya team evaluates applicants by the algorithm of their own that they make. And the main Mm -hmm. important factors are overall Instagram influence. The, um, I mean, we're talking not 5,000 or 50,000 followers. 100,000. 250,000 plus. Wow. And then the committee decides if you're hot enough. To even stay on it. Um, users aren't matched together. It's based on location, sexual preferences, 
not on, you know, any algorithm to match you. Really? Uh-uh. Um, let's see. They had a leak once with um, Kelly um, Osborne's profile was leaked. And the scandal was so big that they went in and did extra measures now to keep everything completely private. Ooh. Uh-huh. You have to be you have to be big. It's only an A-list app. So everybody mm-hmm. singles on Raya. Not all, but Little. they match up if you want to date another actor for publicity, mm-hmm. that's where you go to. Wow. Cuz yeah. P- now trying to emerge. This is the My Talk Now trending report. What's happening right now? Trending online this afternoon would be Elizabeth Smart, not necessarily because she's in the news, but her kidnapper, Wanda Barzi, is set to be released from prison next week. She served as an accomplice to her husband in keeping Elizabeth Smart captive all the way back in 2002, and she is going to be released from prison next week. Also trending online this afternoon from the world of sports, Steve Weiserman, he is stepping down as the general manager of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Now moving over to the world of celebrity, oh Boy, this profile of Paul McCartney on the latest issue of American GQ is making headlines for very revealing uh, reasons. And uh, you can go read the whole thing yourself. Mm. And, yeah, I feel like uh, yeah, we're going yeah, to blush if we talk about that mm-hmm. one. But it is quite a uh, feel like that's going to be in the classic celebrity profiles file. And uh, also trending online today would be Nicki Minaj and uh, her music video for her latest single called Barbie Dreams. And uh, Lil Wayne, DJ Colin and Moore have made special cameos in this music video. And of course, she is, well, not of course, but she is co starring with Muppets in this music video. That's what's trending here at My Talk. Now you know what we know. See more at My Talk 1071. Ah, maybe you're going to see Bruno tonight or tomorrow Shut night up. at the Excel. Uh, you've got to be pretty happy about that. It's going to be. Hopping downtown, it's so beautiful out. This this sunny, hot weather. Do you know how gorgeous it was? Yes, I played a little tennis this morning. So nice, beautiful. So nice. I did go to go to class and uh, did some jumping around and felt absolutely sick. Well, I was just gonna say, I can't even imagine you did that, but of course you did. That's who you are. That's how you roll. Julia. I didn't do well in tennis, in case you're wondering. All right. All right. Uh, By the way, it was nice to see Meredith Vieira. On the Today Show this morning, because of course she's a longtime host. She ended up going, showing up on Hoda and Kathy Lee. But you know, for I a long her. time, the Today Show always showed their footage because it was NBC that had the breaking news on that. Because they, for some reason, their footage of 9 11 is everything. Yes, they had somebody down at the World yes, Trade Center. Ooh, Something ooh. was going on. Anyway, they always show these cut ins of Matt and Lauer and Katie. Katie yes, yeah. Katie yeah. Kirk. And they did. Did not show any of that, any of that, you know, footage because we didn't know what was happening early no, in that I remember, morning. Oh, that's what I channel just, we watched. Yeah, and Meredith Vieira, I mean, she was so she is a great TV presence, and I know she got screwed at CBS uh, at sixty minutes. That Jeff Fager guy did Wait not like her. When was she on sixty minutes? Oh, she was on sixty minutes for I don't know how, how Meredith long. Meredith Vieira was. Yes, she was, and. She wanted to. Absolutely, she, she was. wanted to like I don't know maybe not do as many stories because her kids were younger and I she got basically, you know, well it's too bad you know wouldn't make not understanding at all. Right. So they let her get through their fingers. Okay, Meredith yeah. Vieira. So um, I, I didn't even know that she had this show. Uh, I guess it was on. 
break this summer, but it's on PBS. It is airing tonight, and it's called "What the the Great American Book Show." Oh, I love this idea. I know, isn't it? So she is doing, you know, the the stuff that she really likes. And so here's Meredith Vieira talking to the uh, women on the Today Show about the show that will be on PBS tonight. Maybe you caught it earlier. I don't know if it was just like a few. It was in May. In May was yeah, when it was last yes. on. And then people had their book ideas for the summer. And now it's back. They say, think American Idol for the literary crowd. I, I know. Isn't this great? Okay, so here's Meredith describing it. So I turn on the show and what am I going to see? Well, it actually premiered in May when I was here describing the show to you. We put together a list a through a survey of 100 novels, right. America's favorite 100 novels. Yeah. We asked people over the summer yeah. to read them, uh, yeah. to look and to... And to vote. And to vote oh. on their favorite. Yeah. And you can vote every day so you can switch your favorite okay. if you're a little confused. Yeah. And, um, and, and, and quite frankly, people have a million books that they really yeah. love. Yeah. And now in the fall, we've come back. We're going to the first episode. We're going to remind people of the list and then yeah. we have five episodes that break the books down into themes because uh-huh. we've seen that there are a lot of books about love a lot of books about heroes about who villains. am i self-discovery villains, villains i love the villains of course you one. do yes okay. i know why because we don't we don't know your dark side well a little bit but um you know you were really fascinated as i understand from my notes that i read that, 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 that you that was one of your favorite that's episodes. my yeah. favorite yeah gillian flynn who wrote gone girl she oh, said there right. are some people who like to look under the carpet and then there are others who don't. And she's somebody who loves oh, to look yeah. under the carpet. Yeah. Um, I am, too. In, within the safety of a book, I, I love to explore evil. I love yeah. murder mysteries. Mm. I said to you before, I like a dead body. In a book. In a book. <laughs> it doesn't give you nightmares? No, because, you know, you could, if, if, if you start to get nervous, you close the book. Yeah. To me, that's easy. It's not like watching. Sometimes I, I watched Breaking Bad, uh-huh. and I watched it, and I binge-watched it. That gave me nightmares. Terrifying. Okay, this is interesting interesting, because I went to the pbs.org slash the great American book and you can vote. You can vote on these books. It's being revealed tonight. Right. I I think she said there's like two million people that have voted over the summer. But the the breadth of the books from 1984 to Anne of Green Gables to Catcher in the Rye to Kill a Mockingbird. Right. The Curious Incident of the I never read that book. Oh, that's a good book. Yeah. Mm hmm. To, you know, Fifty Shades, Gone with the Wind, Laurie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Memoirs of a Geisha. Geisha. Mm-hmm. Remember that? That was a good book. Remember Pillars of the Earth? Oh, I love that I book. I read that on a trip to Mexico. And you, it, and, oh. Yeah, and you can't help anytime you go to Europe and you see some of these churches and the naves. If you read that book, oh. Pillars of the Earth, mm-hmm. right. it's incredible, you know, how they built these churches. Yeah, mm. considering the time they were built. Yeah, exactly. War and Peace, of course. This is, I, I like this idea, and you know... Someone suggested to us that we, because I don't know if people know about our book club, because I was, just went on it, and you can just, you know, go to my talk and put in LoJ Lo Book Club or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you click on it, and it has all the interviews of all the authors that we've interviewed this year so far. Yeah. And what we think about the book, thumbs up, thumbs down, and sometimes... Well, we it, give a star rating. Yeah, we and sometimes up, we do separate down. ratings because Lori's read all of it or I created it. Like that one book, The mm-hmm. Cabin at the End of the Woods. Yeah. Which, which I still hate. Which I 
I, you know, I'm not so about the ambiguous ending that kind right. of bummed me out a little bit about oh. that book. I didn't hate it like you did, but I have a girlfriend who read that book and absolutely loved. So do I. Yeah. Yeah. She loved how I dark and, 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 and awful. Right. It was it, just awful. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but the book for tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's so a good. Noise Downstairs by Linwood Barclay. Now, I'm. I never. Daddy, do you know this author? Because he's like well he's, known didn't for. Dang, ring a bell with me. Best selling author. Two thrillers for children, 17 novels for... No, yes. He's no Time deal. for Goodbye, Never Saw It Coming. Yeah, this book uh, oh. was... It has a... Steve, is, it has a, like could have been a Stephen King yeah, story. I, right, you're right about that. About this that story. feel to it, yes. I, this was the book I read in Paris every time I had a moment to read, which was not that often, so it did take me the whole... So you're understanding what it's like to be me. Yes, yes, I do, but I I enjoyed it. I thought it was on today, so last night, late, I'm trying to read it, and I'm like, because I'm two-thirds way through, and it is just... It's a page-turner. It is. Because you don't really know what's going on with the story. You think you do, and you think you you don't. So is what I think going on is nothing? I don't know what you're thinking, but it's a mystery. uh, It's a murder mystery, and this book does start with two dead bodies right away. And... um, yeah, I, I, we really do love our suspense. Well, do you want to know what Meredith's favorite book? Because she does have to say, but it will be revealed that's tonight. So hard. Who voted um, on this PBS show called Great American Book Show? So it's just a seasonal thing, right? Mm-hmm. That maybe she, it's going to run. I kind of like it, but I wish there weren't so many choices because it's so. It's very hard. It's, it's like very, saying your so favorite because you have Charlotte's Web, which was just one of my favorite first books ever. Ever. Love to Withering Heights, you know, to Dean. Co- it, it's all it's over. Weathering Heights. Weathering Heights. Yeah. Yeah. Withering's cousin. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's play the last, uh, uh, whatever Meredith has to say about her favorite book. What was your favorite book? My favorite book is To Kill a Mockingbird, but I think it's because of the time. I mean, it's a wonderful book, but I read it as a young teen. Yeah. And I didn't know much about racism and bigotry. And that book opened that world up to me, but it also showed me human decency through Atticus Finch and that you can make a difference and that it's important to stand up and to step into somebody else's skin. So when you're an impressionable kid, and it's told through the the eyes of a little girl, too, which for me, that was very appealing, um, and you're trying to determine your own moral standing in the world, books like that can make such a difference. They can guide you. They can educate you the same way your parents do or your teachers do. Mm -hmm. I love that this series is getting people reading and excited about books, but also getting them talking about books, and in some cases, as I understand it, like fighting about books. And people whose books didn't make the list are really mad. Livid. (laughs) Yeah, livid. Yeah. We'll say, well, we didn't, you know, this was a survey. We didn't pick the books. Sorry, Fifty Shades of Exactly. not getting on the best one. No, it, it is. is on there. What? Yes, oh, it certainly is. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Those girls completely did not prepare. No, they at didn't. All no. It sounded they like know, one of ours. Yeah, they know. They <laughs> know are Meredith. You, why are you here? Yeah, they know yeah. Meredith. They probably had. You know, there was a lot going on. They were doing cut-ins for nine right. eleven. Right. It's their buddy Meredith. They completely forgot the show had started in May. That's and, just so obvious. That's kind of funny. It, but it they is. are having so much fun. I think at the Today Show. Yes, I really like them. Yeah, and I like that guy, whatever his name is. Oh, Craig Melvin. Yeah. I oh, love yeah. I love Craig. I love, love his him. voice. Yeah. Yep. Um, by the way, the the Mirror finally got around to reading that book called Game of Crowns. Elizabeth Camilla Kate. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, which 
They must have had sitting on the back of the loo, if you will, since 2016, because that's when that book came out. Jeez. Donnie got a copy uh, for us. I, did I? I you did, and I gave <laughs> okay. it to my mom because she loves to read a royal gossip. And I don't know when this is ever going to get okay. on the Crown, Crown right, the TV right, show. Right. But here's just a quick little story um, that the Mirror came up with. That's kind of a juicy passage about Duchess Camilla. Okay. And how much she thought Kate was rather pretty, but dim for William because she had a non-royal background. (laughs) And just for reference, remember how aristocratic the English are? If you're an aristocrat, Camilla's got royal lineage. Her mother was the daughter of a baron and her great grandmother was one of uh, King Edward VII's mistresses. Wow. Yeah. Way to get in. Yeah. Way to pass down the family trait. She thought Kate was too lowly to marry Prince William. Because- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. She didn't come with the title. She only had unofficial ones like, you know, Lady Shiny Hair or Lady <laughs> Long Legs, you know. Oh, right. You know, nice and so Pete. she was so set against Kate that she allegedly went to Prince Charles and asked him to convince Prince William to dump her. Are you kidding me? No, and according to the book, Camilla was afraid Prince William and Kate were getting too popular and overshadowing her and Prince William. And after six years of dating, they did, remember, take a break. Yeah. And the book alleges that Camilla was right there just telling William it was a wise decision. Of course, somewhere along the way, they like each other, but, um, you know. Wow. Anyway, the book tried, says that she tried. I'd love to know what, what Queen Elizabeth thought of Camilla. When no, she came along in the seventies, well, I was just going to say seventies. Yeah. You know the the with her background of her grandmother, mm-hmm. her great grandmother being a mistress. Yeah, right. That's right. Yeah. So anyway, I just people thought, in glass houses. What did what did the queen really think? We'll never really know, will we? All right, listen. We'll be right back with Hollywood speak. So what are you trying to say? the meaning of this what is the meaning of this freddie mercury said that uh i mean rami malik to be freddie mercury for the movie uh, bohemian rhapsody he said he studied liza Minnelli. well it was almost more useful at times to watch eliza than it was to watch freddie himself well her movement in the cabaret <laughs> you know when she did cabaret it was oh. very jazz hands dun 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 was uh-uh. do, do you think freddie mercury was inspired by liza Minnelli that he got some of his exaggerated moves maybe from, 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 from liza come to a cabaret he also said he carried around his uh, set of teeth to oh, give him his freddie listen, mercury overbite so he could that, practice singing and talking with that it's overbite. like billy bob teeth almost yeah Remember well, he had a very severe i mean he severe did have a, overbite he had quite it was kind of like you know jolie ladie it was kind of sexy though no no mm-hmm. 
I thought so. Sexy in an overbite way. It was just like <laughs> Jolie Ladie. It's Who's like Jolie Ladie. That means it's attractive in an, an, an unattractive way. I mean, it literally oh, means sorry, pretty ugly. Jolie Ladie. Jolie means pretty. Yes, Jolie. Angelina Jolie. I mean, mm-hmm. what a pretty name. Whatever. Angelina Jolie. We got to talk about her disparaging yeah. you when you were gone. Um, and then L-A-D-I-E is, I don't know if it's literally means ugly, but Freddie Mercury was Jolie Ladie. Whatever All right, that, I get that. <coughs> you know? Yep, I get it. Jolie. Yeah. Well, there's some kind of a, there's it should be attractive, unattractive. But it works. It works. Yes, yeah. totally get it. Okay. Yep. Denise Richards is being sued by American Express, our newly minted and married Real Housewife of Beverly Hills. Uh, she owes them $20,000. It is an unpaid bill, and she also owes money to a Malibu place where she boards her horses. And she's having a fight with them. Having a fight with them, and she allowed uh, Charlie... Sheen to go from $55,000 a month to 20000 a month. And uh, so... Well, let me just... Is, is that why she this. joined this the Beverly Hills? This is why Hills? she's on Beverly Hills. Yeah. yeah. Because... She needed the money. She needed the money. And... Yeah. She believes, Charlie, that he doesn't have that He kind doesn't of money. have that. Mm-hmm. You don't have that much liquid cash to yeah. be paying two women to pay out $100,000 per month. Uh, 110. dollars wow. each. Yeah, wow. that's just ridiculous. Okay. Uh, Property Brothers, uh, apparently uh, Jonathan had been pitched over and over and over to be The Bachelor. Does this surprise you? No, it doesn't surprise me at all. He didn't need that. He didn't need that. Uh, I'll tell you why he didn't need it. Why would you need to be The Bachelor if you're the Property Brother on HGTV? You could date, you could get a date like that. Plus, he could be on Rhea. Can we just talk? He could be on Rhea. I know, Lori. Mm -hmm. Can we talk about the thing that we haven't talked about yet? What is it? Colton Underwood is the bachelor. Oh, I I didn't know. Was he the one that got picked? Mm -hmm. Shoot, not Jason, not any of the other ones. Well, I think he could be a real annoying bachelor because he cries a lot. We saw him cry as just... I just don't know that a there's a person. lot of stuff underneath the hood. He's a himbo for sure. Yeah, he is. And He's Donnie, kind of what is what is a woman if she's not a if <laughs> Did you actually ask that? Yeah. No, a herbo. I, I called her a herbo instead a herbo. of a bimbo. A bimbo. I know. Yeah. Oh, just Donnie. you know the herbos, Johnny. Mm-hmm. It was a great promo. Yeah. All right. Herbo. I believe it. I believe it. Mm-hmm. Anything for a promo. That's right. Okay. <laughs> um. So uh, Cardi B would definitely throw another shoe at Nicki Minaj if the opportunity presented itself. Okay. I heard on Clean and Bradley's mm-hmm. show on the way into work, they had an outtake from Cardi B's Queen radio show, not from Cardi B and Nicki, Nicki Minaj. Minaj. Okay, they cut out all of the bleep and bleep yeah. and bleepenheimers. Basically, she said that that woman better be afraid. Oh no, she said she, she's yeah. going to get killed. If Wendy Williams this morning when she talked about what it, what time is her show on, Lori? At noon now. All right, she did a scroll of all the people that Nicki Minaj has had beef with. In the past month or just in life in general? In life in general. It just went on. It really went on Ooh. and She's on. She's not a real easy person. And on Ooh. and on. She needs to be more of like who she was with uh, Stephen Colbert. I remember when yeah, she, was she was just darling and stuff. I don't know if she's just worried that she's losing influence or something. I have no idea. But this what isn't does. working. Whatever she's trying to do right and now. And I believe Cardi B would throw another shoe. I believe she threw a show a shoe at someone when she was on Love and Hip Hop. I think you know. I'm getting bells. She's palsy. only twenty five. On. I know. 
Don't joke about that. Are no, you having a medical t- condition where your no, face has gotten up? Going palsy. How's your face. arm? How's your arm? I'm all right. Any tingly? That's for that's from calling me loser face earlier. <laughs> mm, karma. <laughs> By the way, Miss America. Does that ever happen? Do Miss you, Miss America do, nose dives to an all time low? Yes, counting the years it even was on basic cable. Uh, I think no one cares anymore. No one, no ca- one cares. Thirty six percent though from last year. Drop. Well, because no one cares. Here's what I think would be interesting. Do it as call it something else where you just feature no, really not smart call, and then women. No one will really watch it. I know. Yeah, no one will really. I don't watch know. It. I I have no desire to watch that stuff anymore. Yeah. Mm-mm. When was the last time you watched Miss America? Be honest. Never. No, we Since used to watch it when we were kids. When you were a kid to see who Miss Iowa, Wisconsin, right, and South see the pretty ladies in their swimsuit, in their blah, dresses. Blah, blah. Um, you probably talked about this, but our buddy Don Wells from Gilligan Island, did anyone give her any money on her she GoFundMe? Did. People gave her money, and she's humbled and grateful. All right, that's good. Okay, yeah. what do you make of this? Umpires are threatening to boycott matches where Serena Williams is playing? <laughs> who who wrote that? That's all over the place. It was on the Huffington Post and some other places that, yeah, I mean... Can they do that? What would be the tennis speak on that? Then uh, somebody you know, showed... That, that umpire is not blameless in all of no, this. No, he isn't he's at not. All. He isn't at all. And then, uh, yeah, so... I, I don't believe that. Well, That's no, it, it is a tr- that is a true story. That is not a made-up story. That's why I'm giving it to you for tennis speak. Umpires are threatening to boycott matches if Serena is playing because they she feel... Will speak her, she will speak up. Well, she did an Insta today of just her and her baby just, you know, smiling. I guess that's... Good. Oh, and people are very upset so... about that Australian cartoonist oh, that depicted my. her. And well, it was a racist all the way around because how it depicted Serena and oh. also Oksana, the girl who won. I mean, she she was depicted as a white girl with blonde hair, oh. and you know she's African American, Japanese. Yeah. She's, I mean, yeah, it was racist all the way. It was terrible. That you looked at it. So there is, at least people are mad about that. Uh, Casey Affleck says his brother Ben is brave to go to rehab. Again. Oh, he said he's an alcoholic and he's in rehab. He's recovering and I think it's very brave of him to take care of what he needs to take care of. He's handling his business and getting better. He goes home every day to kickbox, see his girlfriend, and then goes back to rehab. I don't know. I don't feel good about this. And his mom is staying with Jennifer Garner. I know. I don't know. I don't think he should have a girlfriend right well, now. Agree, that would just be my thing, old uh, Ben. I just say we can't like, tell him what to do. I don't no, think he listens. Can't. He doesn't. I think he quit listening We've to us. We've given up on Ben, ago. yeah. Ever Je- since our Jennifer Lopez is like, whew, I dodged, dodged a bullet. A bullet. <laughs> no kidding. Thanks. We'll be right back. <laughs>